What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Earth's Mac, the mad scientist, and I have a question for you. Why haven't you visited our website yet? Go to www.orangephoenixmedia.com. You got everything from our online magazine to our online store for everything of your geekdom, wants, and needs. We have a monthly magazine that comes out. We got the May edition coming out very soon. And if you just so happen to miss April, March, February, January, and from issues from last year, guess what? You can get those issues today. If you go to orangephoenixmedia.com, go check it out. You get introduced to all of the Orange Phoenix staff as well as that online store. Did I mention that online store? www.orangephoenixmedia.com. Go ahead. Check it out. It's your boy, Earth Matt, the mad scientist. And it's your boy, Thanos. Cut him in half, Rick. What's up? This is the Orange Phoenix Morning Show. Thanos Rick is in the building, man. Let you know. I am in the building. Like, literally, he is in the building. (laughs) I am in this mansion, this this glorious eight-bedroom, five-story mansion, and I'm loving it. I, I always love coming down here. To see my bro living good, living large, large and in charge. Oh my gosh, man. This is not a mansion, man. This, man, this, this is not a mansion. This Orange Phoenix money is great. <laughs> oh my God. Fantastic. Well, well, you know, well, speaking of Orange Phoenix money, now y'all heard her advertisement at the beginning of the show, man. Y'all got to go to orangephoenixmedia.com. You got to go check out the digital magazine that we have that drops every single month. We got the May edition coming very, very soon. Very soon. And if you just so happen to miss the April edition, you can go ahead and check out the April edition, the March edition, the February edition, the January edition, all the editions from last year as well, all the way from the beginning, from issue one. You might want to go check that out as well as the apparel that Orange Phoenix has. All your kingdom wants and needs, man. You know, just we got to pay the bill somehow. We got to keep the lights on. Got to keep lights on Thanos, Rick, man. But Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, a little more than that, but, you know. Gotta pay, for these, gotta pay for these mansions. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm in a good mood, y'all. I'm in a good mood. It's Friday. It's going to be another hot day because it's always hot down here in South Carolina in the goddamn summer. Lord, it's humid. 
is humid. Yeah, yeah. It never gets old. It never gets old. But whatever. Well, I'm here currently. Baby. I'm looking at what 84 degrees right now. Currently, it's currently 84 degrees right now. It's probably going to get hotter than that. Just saying, probably going to get hotter than that. So, and you know, for a game plan for Thanos, Rick, and I, man, after we do the show, man, we're going to get our cars washed or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Got to clean out. I'm attending my brother's wedding tomorrow. Uh, you know, congratulations, you know, to uh, Big Bro. Congrats. You know, on, his, on his nuptials. Congrats. You know, so, go ahead and get the car cleaned out and what's up, whatnot, and go by the uh, alteration place to get my suit, get that straight, and then. Me and Thanos Rick, man, we're gonna bar hop a little bit. You know, we probably gonna be a little lit today. We we might be yeah. I'm not really dressed for the occasion, you know. I'm not really dressed for the occasion. Dressed to get lit? What, what you mean? Well, I'm I'm looking bummy today, man. You know, I'm got a t shirt and you know, some Nike pants. Oh, oh god, here we go, man. Here we go, man. So so I so no so all right, all right. So no J's for me, basically. I, I just I just rock some shorts, man. I mean, you know, it's happy hour, you know what I'm saying? You know. It's yeah. Friday. It's gonna be hot. You, you better. <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to wear some shorts. I, I got no choice. I got no yeah. choice but to rock some shorts. But you know, now, now Thanos, Rick. Now you've been through the house. Obviously, this ain't your first, second, or third time. Obviously, and you know this no. house ain't a mansion. Obviously, it's a standard home. It's pretty big. It's pretty big. It's Pause. A standard home. Pause. But it's pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, 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 look, it's standard living. Standard living, man. You know what I'm saying? I, you know the trees, you know swaying, the birds chirping and stuff like that. It's nice weather, nice weather. It's good weather, man. I'm just I mean, I, I mean, I had to drive through, you know, gates, landmines, yeah, gates out here, security cameras, and you know, yeah, security no, guards. You know, I, I, had to, I had to drive through, you know, you know. Okay, there's no gates. There's no security cameras. All right, there may be a security camera on somebody's house, hey. but not. In I'm the just, neighborhood. I'm just making a friendly observation, brother. It's a it's a friendly observation. Going through the landmines, the security dogs sniffing the car. You know what I'm saying? Making sure ain't no drugs. You oh, know, Jesus. the guards with the guns, the M the, the M16s. You know, hey man, hey, watch Phoenix. Man, look, <laughs> in all in all seriousness, man. But I mean. Of course, like with OrangePhoenixMedia.com, yes, that that keeps us afloat. Honestly, that keeps us from uh, it keeps us doing the show every single week for you guys, and give you all the content and all the geekdom goodness that you possibly can handle. You know, so give us the support. You know, OrangePhoenixMedia.com and and purchase our magazine. You know, read our magazine because our staff actually, you know, they work very hard on these articles and research and. And everything else. Matter of fact, the staff is going to be at an amazement, you know, at the end of the month, Memorial Day weekend. Uh, uh -oh. Speaking of that, uh oh, are you barbecuing? Uh, Rick? Are you barbecuing? At, at an amazement? I don't I man. I'll be at a hotel. I'll be at a hotel. Oh, hey, uh, now I'll probably barbecuing like maybe, um, maybe the Fourth of July. I'll probably barbecue the Fourth of July. Okay, you know what I'm saying. But now, now, Thanos Street, now we talked last week, right? We, I, now, I asked, where are you going to animation, man? You say you see what you can do, man. Now, did you see what you could do? TBD. Oh, my God. TBD. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Come on, man. TBD. TBD. I don't want to say anything and to be, and to be wrong or be like, man, oh, I can't make it because, you know, this came up. I don't want to do that. I don't. I, I don't want to be that guy 
You know, so TBD. To, to be determined. I, I, which probably, that's not going to happen then. That means it's, it's not happening. Oh, why are you so ne- you negative? <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Bro, like, listen, we got what? Another week? I hear you. This? I hear you. Matter of fact, no, 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 no. Is it next week? I feel like it's next week. I feel like it's next week, man. So you got to get your tickets now. You got to get your hotel now. Man, what you going to do? <sighs> TBD. TBD Anyway man we got a great show for you guys Today you know what I'm saying We got we're talking about some Umbrella Academy We're talking about uh, the infamous Walkout with Sasha Banks And Naomi Uh, We got some Zack Snyder uh, fandom News because uh, the Zack Snyder Fans are (sighs) Highly upset and they are petitioning For a lot of things And also we got our <laughs> we what? got our nostalgia for the week, man. So, I, let's start with some. Uh, How about we start with I'm, Darth Vader coming back in the what? new Obi Wan Kenobi show that premieres May twenty seventh on Disney Plus? There will be the rematch between Kenobi and Vader. Let's let's start with that shit. Let's start with. So you mean like Darth Vader coming to, coming back to get his ass whipped? Aiden Christensen. He reprised his role as Darth uh-huh. Vader, and I guess it's going to be the rematch of the century between Vader and Obi Wan Kenobi. But we know what we know what the end result is going to be. Vader going to get his ass whipped. Maybe, maybe. But can we see it visually? That's all I'm saying. I mean, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you you got to see it visually. I, I I was supposed. I mean, okay. We we know that Obi Wan at least got two wins off of him before he took the third. Before he took the third fight and took an L, and it's almost like he just let his lightsaber down to get killed. But you are right; this probably would be the most epic lightsaber battle we have seen thus far. Well, we don't know if it may come down to a draw. That's also possible. We don't know who wins, who loses this match. We do know Obi Wan survives, obviously. Vader survives, yeah. obviously. So I can safely say it might be a draw. You think there might be a standoff? Maybe. Stalemate. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, I, can, I can see that. I can see that. I can see that indeed. But I, but I mean, with today's technology, I mean, you can argue that, you know, lightsaber battles in episodes like one, two, and three are better than the lightsaber battles in the original trilogy, you know, in the middle trilogy because of the te- technological differences. Obviously, I mean, I, I'm still, well, yeah, I'm still on Empire Strikes Back. I still haven't, like, finished it or whatever. I Okay, let me put this out here, disclaimer. I have seen all the Star Wars movies front to back. I'm just re-watching them, all right? <laughs> so don't don't hit me with the torches and pitchforks, all right? I have seen Star Wars through and through. It's okay. But I'm just, I haven't finished Empire Strikes Back. I, I have paused for something else. You know, those, night rider, those, actually. those lightsaber battles, you know, I've, I've heard, well, you know, the... The battles in the prequels were better than the originals. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I can say that. Mm. With 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 so much, you know. So much, you know. Nah, I I don't. I mean, to me, the original battles, lightsaber battles, they look more realistic compared to the battles in the prequels. Mm-hmm. You know, I I tend to prefer the realism when it comes to stuff like that. You know, because that battle between um. 
uh, who was it? Uh, what's the old guy in uh, Attack of the Clones? Oh, uh, Count Dooku. Dooku and um, and Yoda. Yoda. I was like, eh, eh, you know, eh. I mean that that versus an Empire Vader and Luke. I'd I'd lean more toward Vader and Luke that lightsaber battle because it it looked more realistic, and it it wasn't so much CGI and it, it wasn't so much you know all the extra hoopla. Yeah, I mean sometimes that that is necessary because a movie can get drowned in so much CGI and so much this so much that, and it's like it it, it looks comical. It looks like well this is ridiculous, even though. You know, it's not real and, you know, it's fantasy. I, I get I, I get it. I get all of that. But at the end of the day, I still want to have some, you know, can we get some realism? Can we get some? Well, if this was to happen in real life, you know, would it look like that or like this? Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a matter of preference. So people don't kill me. I just, you know, sometimes it's good to look at the old stuff and admire that compared to the new. Because... The new doesn't always work. So we know that. We know that. So well, true, 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 true. I mean, like, I mean, I, I just look at the various lightsaber battles throughout time. And I mean, my favorite battle was the one in Empire. And I mean, Vader really showed his ass, <laughs> you know, Empire. And then, you know, when the prequels, prequels came out, I wasn't a big fan of the prequels. It it just it just didn't. I don't know. It feels odd, but I mean, I made it through all of them. Don't get me wrong. What yeah. you, you didn't like, Jar Jar Binks? Come on, no, man. Yeah. Hated him. Hated he was him. a star. He was a star. Come on, man. It's Jar Jar. Speaking of which, where, where the hell is Jar Jar, man? Like he's it's like he just disappeared off the planet by the third, by the third movie. He's probably dead somewhere. I don't know. He's probably dead somewhere. Hopefully, maybe. I don't know. I, I would have liked it better if Jar Jar was actually. The head Sith, like he was stronger than Emperor Palpatine, like he was the one who orchestrated everything and put people in place. I mean, there, you know, there was all those uh conspiracy the theories Sith. about Jar Jar. I would have walked out the theater. No, Rick, think about I, it. Think about I it. I would have walked the out person... the theater, asked my money back, and I would have. You thought my rant against Ryan John? You thought that was epic? <sighs> <laughs> no, okay, Rick. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. You've seen Bleach before, right? Yes. All right. You know. You know what Eisen did, right? Remind me. Okay. So, obviously, there was a um, a murder in the Serate, and Eisen, you know, appeared to be dead. But Eisen is like such a well liked person in the Soul Society, right? But come to find out, Eisen faked his own death, and he was the villain the whole time. Right, so right, it's right, the person right, right. that you you least expect. So. Georgia obviously is a person that you least expect because a he's clumsy, he's silly, and everything else. But all that could have been a front, and you just see like this different side of Georgia, where he's like, "Yeah, y'all all was stupid. I did all of this on my own, you know, or, or whatever the case may be." Like it, it's genius, really, because it's the person that you least suspect. Do you? Like, I would like. I would have liked it better if it was Georgia at the end of this trilogy versus versus Emperor Palpatine. Do you honestly think the fans would have went for that for Jar Jar? Yeah, yeah, because they they were the one who's they don't they were the ones that had that conspiracy theory for Jar Jar in the first place. I think they had nothing better to do but to make that shit up. I'm being honest. They had nothing. <laughs> they were bored and they made that shit up. But there's no way. Jar Jar, look in Jar Jar eyes, man. They, they 
those eyes are not normal. Are not normal. Look, look I mean, I did alien. But look at his eyes. Normal. What? Eyes, man. He looks evil, man. He looks. He looks evil. He looks That's evil, crazy. man. That's why people just like he's just there whenever something major happens. You know what I'm saying? Like he just sits behind the scene, and people don't look at people don't look his way. People write him off because he's like this silly character. I hated him. Yeah, that's but I was like, damn, this is kind of genius because he's he's the guy. He's the guy that that runs Palpatine. It's not Palpatine, it's Jar Jar. But yeah, that's a that's a no for me, dog. (laughs) (laughs) That's a no for me. I'm just saying. I mean, it would have been interesting to see. And I, okay. also, I would like to hear your rant on it too. If if that actually would have happened, don't get me started. Do not get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> so, so we talking uh, Umbrella Academy. So Umbrella Academy, the official Umbrella Academy season three trailer arrives, revealing the surprise return of Pogo in the alternate timeline and a new threat. Now it arrives, uh, revealing. Uh, the surprise return of Pogo in the alternate timeline and a new threat. And then the new season based on a Gerard Way and Gabriel Biles graphic novels. We'll see Umbrellas having finally made it back to the present. Only to learn they've created a time paradox resulting in an adoptive father, Reginald Hargreaves, having adopted a different group of kids in the past and created the Sparrow Academy, led by formerly deceased Ben. As they contend with the Sparrows, the Umbrellas, also learned of a destructive entity being unleashed, threatening to consume the world as a whole. Now, Elliot Page leads the ensemble cast as the Umbrella Academy alongside Tom Hopper, David uh, Castaneda, Emmy uh, Raver, Robert Sheehan, uh, Aiden Gallagher, Adam Godley, Confior, Jess's Men, and uh, Rita Aria. Now, developed by Moon Knight head writer Jeremy Slater and created by showrunner Steve Blackman, the series has received largely positive reviews from critics and audiences alike from the unique tone. So uh, with that season three trailer, have you watched Umbrella Academy at all, Thanos Rick? I've, I've seen the first season, maybe the first episodes in the first season. I couldn't get into it. Ah, I got you. What's going on, B-Seats? B-Seats is in the building. What's going on? B-Seats. Uh, listeners. But yeah, I mean, I just, I just couldn't get into it. It's- I'm not saying it's bad or whatever. I just, it's just not my cup of tea. But I know that there is a huge fan base for it. And, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a popular show. It's a popular show. So, you know, I'm, I'm surprised it got renewed. Um, I'm, I mean, Netflix is going through some shit right now. But I think the biggest cash out they have <laughs> right now <laughs> is uh, Stranger Things and Umbrella Academy. That's two of the biggest. You know what? Okay. So I got well, a couple Cobra Kai, yeah, yeah, that's coming October. I I want to say, did I'm yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, Netflix, yeah, jury's out, jury's out, yeah, jury's still out. So, I do have a confession to make for the listeners out there. Uh oh, I have never seen up until yesterday Knight Rider with David Hasselhoff. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on, hold on, hold on. E as much '80s shit that we've seen. You mean to tell me you haven't seen Night? You've never seen Night Rider? 
Yeah, I never seen that, Ryder. Yeah, I, 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 I never seen it, man. I, uh, as much okay. as you get I, on I, me I, about me seeing not seeing shit, look, you I, haven't, I, I look, you haven't okay. seen the one show that everyone's seen. <laughs> 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 and I literally mean everyone. Everyone knows who Night Rider is. And you've never seen it. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to say it like this I know what Night Rider is. I know who Kit is. I know who David Nassimov is. I, you, you I know all, I know look, I know all these things. You don't. I know no, the lore. I know the How lore you know? of the story. I know that he know? got I know he got shot. I know you he know? got revived. I know How he you know? went. I know he got the car and Kit talks to him. It's Trans Am. I know all those things. Know? But it's How far, do you know? I do I know. How do you know? I mean, I ain't I would not completely oblivious to that right. Huh? How do you know all about <sighs> never mind? Because it happened in the first episode. He got shot in the first episode. His but you never seen killed. They never seen it. I did yesterday. I said up until yesterday, he got shot in the head. He got a metal plate in his head, mainly from the military. His partner got killed. He got shot by a woman. He got revived. He got a Trans Am that talks to him and, and it has all the bells and whistles. I know all those things. I knew that stuff before I even watched the first episode, though. I don't believe I just you. said I never watched I the show. I, I never said you. I don't know what the show is about. I never said I that. I don't believe you. I, I know about Kit and Carr. I know, I know about that too. I know all those things. It just, you know why? Okay, so the, so it came out. I know it lasted for four seasons. I know it came out in '85. But at growing up, Miami Vice had my attention because me and my brother watched Miami Vice religiously. Like I was crock, you know, we was crocking in tubs, and that took over the TV. Not Night Rider. So that's how I miss Night Rider. For some reason, Night Rider eluded me for whatever reason. And I had an opportunity to get the collector's edition while I was in, Af in while I was in Afghanistan some years ago, but my partner, uh, BP, he actually got the Knight Rider collection, like the collector's edition or whatever. And I got Transformers and GI Joe and all the other stuff. So I never watched the show up until yesterday. But I, that doesn't mean I don't know what the show is about though, because I wanted that Trans Am. So, right. yeah. All right, all right. It's not all bad. I can I can come on this show and say, look, I don't know dick about uh Night Rider. I don't know what it's about. I don't know who plays in it. Man, y'all y'all would have flamed me to the day as long. Mainly you, mainly you. That's like me saying I don't know what Dragon Ball Z is. That's that's the equivalent to that. But you know what? I know what Night Rider is though. I know what Night Rider is. I don't. I never said. I never said I don't know what it is. I can say I don't know what Night Rider is, and I've never seen it. I can say all those things, and man, oh my god! See, I ain't gonna kill you. I ain't gonna kill you how you killed me for not watching The Boys or not watching, you know, whatever else. I ain't gonna kill you, E. I'm not. I'm in a I good mood. See. I'm in a good mood. So I'm not gonna do you. I, I ain't gonna do you how you do me when I don't see certain shit. But I am happy to hear that you did see at least watch the first episode. You know, first since, two, two. So that two. two. That's a start. Yeah, that's on Netflix, by the way, for the listeners. Night Rider and Night Rider Two Thousand, which I know for a fact, Night Rider Two Thousand is trash. But whatever. And B Seats, you're lying. You're lying, B Seats. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Stop it, B Seats. You're lying. You're lying. You're lying. B Seats say, B Seats typed in like I never watched DBZ. <laughs> he say serious. You serious right now? You never watched DBZ? Nah, B Seats ain't serious. Yeah, he trolling, man. I think B Seats trolling. Nah. Uh, I think he's trolling. He's Dead he said, ass. Hey, look, he said dead ass. He okay. says dead ass. Okay, New York. Okay. Okay, dead ass. <laughs> Mr. Dead. Okay. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> the dead ass, man. This guy. Okay. Okay, BCs. We hear you. We hear you. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. Got a little VCs, man. Like, I never mm-hmm. watched DBZ. What? Man, oh, you know what's funny about that? Speaking of DBZ, I'm actually re watching the series. From, Where are you uh, at? Uh, Android Saga. Vegeta just showed up to save Goku because okay. Goku got caught the heart virus. Yeah. And uh, Vegeta turned Super Saiyan. I was trying to determine at what point that Boma got attracted to Vegeta. And I was like, and a part of me feels like Akira Toriyama just said, you know what? I'm just putting them together. Like, it's almost like a night and day. I, I can pinpoint the episode. Uh, like when they got transported back to Earth and left Goku and Frieza on, on uh, Namek. And... Vegeta said, uh, won't you wish Goku to this spot here or but this and the third? And so Bone was like, Oh yeah, that's a great idea. And and the Namics was like, uh, well, we need to get our we need to find a new home, but until that time comes, we need a place to stay. And Bone was like, Well, you can stay with me. Capsule Court is is large. And she called Vegeta homeboy. She's like, yo, homeboy. And he's like, homeboy. And you're like, yeah, well, you don't have a place to stay neither. How about you stay with us and wait for Goku? Da, 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 da. And and then she called him cute. And I'm like, oh, th- this is this is when it happens. This this is the start of it. Hey, man. So which that was the most compelling story to me because like, who knew Bowman and Vegeta? Like, right? You know, it's, nobody saw that coming. At that point, I mean, I mean, we get it. Vegeta's your favorite character. We get it. We get it. He's the most compelling character in the he, show, he, other than Piccolo. He, he's your favorite character on the show. Yeah, because he has the most depth, other than Piccolo. Okay. He he has more range than Goku. Goku okay. is the hero of the story. So it's going to be... Oh, speaking of which, I, I just read uh, the latest chapter of Dragon Ball Super, and uh, Goku finally realizes, he said this in a statement in, in a chapter, that he finally realizes what saying pride really means because he was told a story about his dad from a Namek on another planet and Vegeta was with him. He like, I fully understand what's going on. And this guy comes and I forgot his name at the time, but Vegeta and Goku fighting this guy together and they fighting on equal terms. Actually, uh, Vegeta and Goku is. So yeah, so you know, just FYI, they're fighting on equal well, terms. Well, it's not, it's not. Well, it's never equal, but um, no, they are equal. They are mm-hmm. equal. Okay, so one thing, it's, Dragon Ball it's Super never has done, truly equal. It it's is never truly, true because it was never truly like just just going off the history of Dragon Ball, unless they made uh, unless they made a major change. But I refuse to believe it until I see it. But going off the history of it, they were never truly equals. So in Super. Goku reached Super Saiyan God first, but the only reason he reached it is because uh, the Saiyans that were on Earth donated their power to him for him to be that. So he didn't achieve that on his own. Also, both Vegeta and Goku reached Super Saiyan Blue at the same time because they both trained with Whis and Beerus. From that standpoint, Goku decides to incorporate his Kaioken with his Super Saiyan Blue, which drain, which drains a lot of his power and it knocks his shit out of whack. Like he can't instant transmission to certain locations or whatever. And at that point, if he uses that, he became more powerful than Vegeta, but not not for long. 
because Vegeta reached Super Saiyan Blue Evolution, which is on the same level as a Kaioken attack plus blue with, with Goku. Now, Goku reached Ultra Instinct, which that was something that we talked about and where you move instinctively without even thinking. Like, it's kind of like you just, you got the third eye kind of thing. So that's how he was able to defeat Jiren. So from that standpoint, Vegeta was like, I have to reach Ultra Instinct or whatever the case may be without even realizing that Ultra Instinct or Master Ultra Instinct is more of a, a defensive type of technique type deal. So Beerus decides to train Vegeta and Vegeta don't reach Ultra Instinct, but he reaches Ultra Ego, which is a offensive type of idea where he doesn't have eyebrows and he's red. And he gets stronger. He gets stronger from all the damage he receives, which is basically his wheelhouse. Because you notice anytime Vegeta is like close to death, he's strong, he comes back stronger. So this caters to his needs. So basically, what Goku's re- um new technique is defensive but Jita's technique is offensive so they they balance each other out which is what Whis was trying to tell them to in the first place it's like you two are the most powerful pair y'all can be the most powerful pair in the universe if y'all if y'all decide to work together and in this chapter they are working together on even terms because nobody's more powerful than the other that's what I mean so super is actually scaling it better than Z did so it's like Vegeta and Goku are going on two different paths. You know, Vegeta's going one way, Goku's going the other, but they're still even at the same time. If that makes sense. I mean, Goku's still better, so it doesn't matter. He is not. <laughs> <laughs> Goku is Goku is not better. <laughs> this this mofo out here. This mofo, okay, A. I put it like this. A he lost against Vegeta the first time he, they fought together. He lost against Vegeta the second time. Yes, he could have reached Super Saiyan 3, but that's his goddamn fault. That wasn't and a loss the first time. That wasn't... That was, that was a loss. That, he that couldn't beat Vegeta def- one-on-one. That wasn't a definite loss the first time. He stopped doing that. It was a, that was a definite they loss. They both were what, fucked what happened? up at the end. They both were fucked up, and Vegeta escaped in that goddamn oh, pod and okay. left Earth. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's roll the tape, shall we? Let's roll the tape. So when Vegeta and Goku met, Vegeta said, I am familiar with the Kaioken technique. So the, the level of training that King Kai gave Goku was, was Kaioken times two. Nothing past that. Because he warned Goku, don't go past that shit, otherwise you're going to get hurt. He went past it. He got the advantage on Vegeta. And Vegeta came back and he said, listen, I'm transformed. They still was fighting one-on-one. Vegeta crushed his legs. And then it took Gohan and Krillin to come save the day. Oh, oh, at that point, oh. Goku was timing out. About, are we going to forget about Vegeta turning ape? That's his ability. Oh, that, oh, now his ability. ability. Oh, that now his ability. But it, it wasn't Goku's because Goku had no tail. So Vegeta had the advantage, right or not right? Yeah, as a one-on-one, that's his technique. Ah, that's, boo, that's his technique. boo. Vegeta had an advantage. Okay, okay. Goku okay, had an advantage. Okay. So let's call it spade a spade, brother. Okay. So the second, <laughs> so the second time they fought each other, right? Vegeta did not have the Super Saiyan three technique. Goku did, and Goku didn't use that technique by choice. He had a choice to use that, and he did not use. Well, he didn't know how to fully, like, fully harness the power anyway, because it takes up a lot of energy. But still, yet 
they, you know, it is what it is. You had it, you had a technique. Vegeta used his own energy to turn into a, a not anything earth related. He used his own technique to turn into an ape at that point, which was still one on one. Stop it. Still. Also, 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 had a a spirit bomb, which in in theory is more powerful than his eight form anyway. E, we're, I I think we lost B seats. (laughs) 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 You got to watch Dragon Ball Z up. We can't be out here like this. B seats, A, man, are bad. Our bad BC. Just, just, <laughs> we'll stop right here. BC, just watch the show so you, you can catch up, and we'll we'll stop. BCs. Our bad. Our yeah, bad. Okay. Now, <laughs> I, 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 I will. I will say. I Hulu. Will say, Hulu. Uh, I think no, Hulu. no, no. Dragon Ball Z is not on Hulu. It's on. Oh, it's uh, not? No, Super is. Dragon Ball is. Uh, Dragon Ball Z. You can watch that on Funimation, the Funimation streaming service, and on Crunchyroll. I think you should. You can watch it on Crunchyroll too. Why is it not on Hulu? How do you, how do you have Ball and Super but not? Okay. All right. Yeah, it's All funny, right? Right? It's crazy. So, right. I mean, now, Vegeta felt like at the time, he felt like he lost the battle, but only because of, you know, Krillin and Gohan being involved at that point. Now, that that's the only that's the only caveat of that because in theory, that, that's a dub on Vegeta's side. I mean, you know, he can't help that his tail got cut off. That ain't his fault. <laughs> that is fault, you know what I'm saying? But at this point, and all, on top of all that, Goku could have killed Frieza. But guess what? He held back on on the energy blast before the planet exploded. He he said that on record. Yeah, I thought um, you know, I, she she will um he will learn from it. Nah, nah, nah. He didn't learn from it. You didn't kill not a damn person with that spirit bomb with the exception of Majin Buu. Everybody else got a higher body count. They don't pull no punches. Trunks killed people. Piccolo killed people. Vegeta killed people. Gohan did too. Goku's the only one that be showing mercy, man. They're doing all this shit. Nah, man. You can't be doing this, bro. Goku killed the guy, Majin Buu. Majin Buu ain't really the guy. I say Frieza is is the better villain. He's stronger than Frieza. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He is stronger than Frieza because King Cole, Frieza's dad, said there's two people that you don't fuck with. Everything else is fair game. And there's Beerus and Majin Buu. Those are two people that you don't really want to fuck with. But Majin Buu was like imprisoned at that point in time. So I still say Frieza is the greatest villain in DBZ because of how long Frieza been ruling. Like you took over a planet of another race and you destroyed that planet and took the son of the king and pretty much in a sense, raised him and killed the son, you know what I'm saying, and killed Goku's best friend and laughs about it and never, ever trained a day in his life. He is naturally having a power level of a million. It took Goku to go through all this shit to be a Super Saiyan, to be on an equal playing field with Frieza. And for that reason, I feel like Frieza is the greatest villain in DBZ. I mean, Frieza Frieza ain't trained. She never trained. He never trained. I mean, Frieza definitely had the. Frieza had the better. Oh, how should I say this? Frieza had the most fleshed out story, the, yeah. the, the most, the more deeper story. Um, yeah. Him and his dad, and you know his army. You know, as you said, him ruling 
over the Saiyans. Like I, I think on a grand, larger scale, Frieza is that guy. You know, now is he the most powerful in DBZ? No, but I think you know just as far as his presence and 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 you know his 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 empire, his you know whatever, then you can say yeah, you can say, but. I don't know. It it for for me is different because I think of it in, in terms more of who's more powerful, mm. and you know it's not Frieza, you know, no, no. it's not. But you know Frieza gave them the most hell, mm. probably, probably. Um, but well, Majin Buu might have might have a yeah. Well, I mean it's it's debatable. It's debatable. But yeah, you know even with Cell, Cell was interesting. You know even though Cell got his power through other androids. Or whatever, so he had to pretty much steal shit from people to be strong. Yeah, sell, <laughs> you know, sell some other fighters too. Yeah, so you know it. It, it you know, Doctor Jero, Red Ribbon Army. Okay, we get it. We get it. Um, and then Majin Buu, Majin Buu. I mean, I don't know. Dragon Ball Z. That that whole series is is is. I don't know. It's it's epic. It's iconic. You know that that was my intro to Dragon Ball. It wasn't Dragon Ball. It was Z. You know. So that was I mean, a lot of people's intro. Is epic, so it's it's. I don't know. As, as far as Vegeta, Goku concerned, them two guys. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know how many stories you can tell. How stronger they can become. I have no fucking idea. I have no idea. Nah, they they already passed Super Saiyan levels, man. And uh, and we're gonna take a quick quick break, and we're gonna jump back in our second half of the show, man. We got some Sasha Banks and Naomi talk. We got our nostalgia show of the week. We're going to, every single week, we're going to do a Nostalgia Soul of the Week. I'm going to play the theme song of these nostalgic shows, man. And I'm going to need you to guess what these what this show is. And if you can't guess it, or if you can guess it, I'm going to still say what the title is and give you a little bit of history on that nostalgic show, man. I can't wait. Because it's going to, this might be a little, it's kind of self-explanatory, Thanos Rick. But let's see if the, uh, the listeners actually pick it up. But we will be back after this music break. Uh, I be the same dude. Used to wake up playing GameCube. Whatever game we playing, man, I can't lose. Can't choose what game system they use. Like saying who better can or read you. You love BGs, oh yeah, girl, me too. We can watch anime all day and skip school. Young legend, rap taking to a new level. For young kings who don't settle In the crib uh, with my big bro Playing Nintendo I will never let go whoa. Gotta keep it retro Got every single color joystick For the six bow I will never let go Gotta keep it retro Mega Man Street Fighter Donkey Kong Yeah that's all I know I will never let go Gotta keep it retro Keep it retro Keep it retro Never let go Keep it retro uh. I'm the otaku king of hip hop Y'all couldn't pull up on me At a pit stop Got the sonic ring with my wristwatch here, make the ring noise every time it tick tock. It's young day, not Jenny from the block. Gotta tell me when to start. I don't know when to stop. Pull up to the scene, like my name, Robocop. Legendary Baker Styles T, it's a bop. PS1, yeah, bought it for the fun, yeah. Six four, yeah, you don't even know, yeah. Game Boy SP on the flow, yeah. Room full of anime scrolls, won't mo, yeah. If she not an otaku, we cannot buy. We so retro, we play the Wii outside. Joystick for the six bow. I will never let go. Gotta keep it red. 
Nintendo. I will never let go. Whoa. Gotta keep it retro. Got every single color joystick for the six bow. I will never let go. Gotta keep it retro. Mega Man, Street Fighter, Donkey Kong. Yeah, that's all I know. I will never let go. Gotta keep it retro. Keep it retro. Keep it retro. Never let go. Keep it retro. You and we are back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Orange Phoenix Morning Show. Earth Smack the Mad Scientist and Thanos Rick. Yeah, yeah. So, man, let's talk some uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi, man. I, I know you heard about what happened on Monday Night Raw. Uh, <laughs> I heard a bunch of shitty. What, what have you heard? heard? What have you heard? Sure. I don't know. Well, the, the, I heard the it was... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You got it. Go ahead. Well, I heard there was a conversation uh, with Sasha and Naomi events that they was pitching for a tag team match with Dewdrop and Nikki Ash, and they didn't want to do that. They wanted the original plan for them was to have the six pack challenge as the main event of Raw and have Naomi pin Sasha. Naomi faces Bianca and it was going to push for Sasha to face Ronda and both of them was going to lose. Now they are tag team women's champions. Their uh, Sasha whole deal was to elevate the women's division and to elevate those tag team championships. So from what I was hearing is that they walked out during the show like they put the tag team titles on the desk and walked the fuck out. So a part of me felt like Thanos Rick that this was a work, like this is part of a storyline. But WWE made a statement saying this is a scripted show at the end of it, and you are paid to do those such things, or whatever the case may be. And the thing that was odd to me was that Becky Lynch, for uh, you know, she didn't. I'm, I'm pretty sure she was told to say this, obviously. They made it public knowledge that they walked out and Corey Graves even called it unprofessional on air. So I was like, the WWE never went out they out their way to just say this person walked out. These people walked out. You know, what have you heard? Well, apparently Naomi and Sasha had ideas for, for their run or whatever you call it but they kept getting turned down by creative. And I guess this, this last change was the, the last goddamn straw, which, you know, if, if it's out of work, you know, I get it. I mean, it, it ain't the first time a wrestler has become irate, you know, during the show or behind the scenes of the show. It's the first time he, you know, but it's Sasha Banks and Naomi. You know who, now people may not be well-versed with Naomi, but we know who Sasha is. You know, Sasha's a big name. She's a star, you know, she's a champ, former champ. So it's a big deal. You know, me personally, I never agree with them being tag team champions anyway, but that's just my personal opinion. Nothing against them, but I never thought the direction of the tag team championship, male or female, has been going in the right direction. I, I never felt that way. And you know that, you know that. So. I can understand why Sasha and Naomi felt how they felt. 
Now, was it unprofessional? Sure, of course it was. I mean, you don't walk out. You don't. You, you don't do that. But you know, I I understand it. I get it. Not saying it's right. I'm not condoning it. But I understand their frustrations and why they did what they did. So the question is now, where do we go from here? Because I'm sure Vince didn't. I'm, I'm sure Vince didn't like it. You know, I don't think he'll strip them of the of the titles. I don't think he will. He might. He could. But I don't really know. But if if they are upset with creative and how things are being ran with those tag, you know, those, those tag championships, then you know they have to call in a, in a meeting immediately, right? Immediately, and and figure this shit out. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, if if and if things must be changed, okay. Well, Naomi, Sasha, we'll break you up, make you singles again, and then we'll start over. I think what happened was is that there was promised something after WrestleMania, after winning those tag team titles, and that promise wasn't fulfilled. But uh, BC says, I'm torn. On one hand, the storyline was fucked towards those two girls, but at the same time, I mean, there have been really fucked up storylines that performers have dealt with for years and years, which is another point. So there's some storylines that that, profess- that the superstars have dealt with in WWE, and they just ate shit and kept on rolling with it. And um and so this is just rumors there's just rumors like this is not like fact or anything like that it's nothing solid when i say this but it said that some of them kind of feel that way that if this is no different than what you know i had to deal with or whatever the case may be so you don't just walk out like we didn't walk out you shouldn't have that same situation or whatever the case may be and rumor has it that it's far more far more heat on sasha than it is on naomi that it was saying like naomi just you know it's just supporting like supporting sasha in her in her walking out but if you remember correctly this ain't the first time sasha's done this though she didn't walk out per se but she had, she was a tag team champ before with uh bailey and I think she was in the hallway. She refused to move. It was something kind of something weird. But it, but the thing is, because um, I know Bully Red said this on Busted Open, and I know Road Dog was on the show too. You know, a lot of people don't realize that WWE has independent contractors. These these the wrestlers are independent contractors. So if I'm contracted to you to work a service. And you give me a script to work off of. Yeah, I can have input on that said script, but at the end of the day, WWE has the final say. So I have to like go out there and do this performance or whatever the case may be, and say it how you want it to be said. You know, I'm in my mind. I I feel like this. If you are super creative. I feel like you should not have a place in WWE because of your creativity being limited. And like people like Bray Wyatt, he came up with that character. He's super, super creative. You don't have as much leeway to do what you want to do with your said character. If you want that kind of leeway, you will have to go to, uh, you have to go elsewhere. You know, you have to go to like Impact or NWA or AEW or New Japan. You, you have to have, if you want that type of input and i think the money kind of talks too when it comes to your contract so if you offer x amount of dollars you know if you offer me two million dollars a year 
you know, I'm getting paid $2 million a year. Uh, let me, I can go ahead and do this script because I'm getting $2 million a year. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm super creative in my mind and I know my character won't say something like this and I'm very passionate on my creativity, then the money won't matter. But, I mean, I don't know. Uh, now, rumor has it that Naomi um, contract is coming, is expiring soon. And I heard Sasha Banks' contract is expiring soon. Do you think Thanos Rick that they're going to resign? Or do you think it's going to be, oh, and this is a work? Or do you think it's not going to resign? Or you think they're not going to resign? Well, if it's a work, then it doesn't matter if it's a work. You know, yeah, it'd be genius though if it is. If everyone's in on the gag, then so be it. Then you know, we can move on. But if it's not a work, you know, let's let's get one thing straight. This is Sasha Banks. She is a star. You know, yeah. Naomi's not going to say anything because Naomi isn't a big a star as Sasha Banks. Yet Naomi's been champion, but she's never reached the levels that Sasha has reached. And that's no diss to Naomi, you know, but of course she ain't gonna, you know. Naomi won't ruffle any feathers. I don't believe. Like she don't strike me as that person to do that. Sasha does. Sasha strikes me as a person who will ruffle feathers and get into it with people, like a Charlotte Flair, allegedly, or whomever, in the back and speak her mind. Because I mean, you know, again, Sasha, she, she, she's done enough. And I mean, every every star has that type of ego. It's, it's nothing new. Every big star. If you if you move the needle, they're gonna feel as though they have a say or they want a say in creative and how they wanna, you know, shape their career. Nothing wrong with that. I get it. But then again, this is Vince. This is his company. Vince has has the last word. You know, so that that in itself is is it's complicated. It's complicated with that, you know, and you know, Vince obviously has his favorites. So I don't really know that relationship between Vince and Sasha or Vince and Naomi or you know, Naomi and Sasha with creative. I don't know the relationships. So it's hard for me to really say or gauge where they go from here. But, you know, Sasha is a star and she, you know, she might be feeling herself a little bit. OK, so be it. So be it. I get it. We know what Sasha is. We've seen her do what she did. And, you know, she's a star, bro. She moves the needle. You know what I'm saying? That's why I was like, well, why is she a tag team champion? Sasha should still be in the conversation for a title. Whether it's SmackDown or Raw, I don't really know. But Sasha should still be in the conversation. We all know that. So, you know, it can be a case where Sasha has ideas. As, and you know what? Sasha might not even want to be a tag team champion. But because she's in this situation, she's trying to make the best of it. And she's trying to shape it how she wants to shape it with Naomi. You know what I'm saying? Who I'm assuming, you no, know, those two are friends. They cool. So, you know, they, they're they trying to work it out. Right? So it's, it's, it's one of those things I'm like, okay, well, you know, as far as your question goes, I don't think, I think they will resign. I don't see Vince. Vince would be dumb to get rid of Sasha. Like th mm -hmm. th that's stupid. That'd be really stupid. You know what I'm saying? So you know, Naomi, Naomi may be disposable, but we know who her boyfriend is or husband. 
You know what I'm saying? And we know that, you know, Roman is attached to that in a roundabout sort of way. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, Naomi leaving might be an issue as well. You know what I'm saying? So I think it'll be the wrong move for them to not re-sign them to a new deal. So Yeah, I, it'd be a horrible move. I mean, okay, I think they'll so- work it out. They'll work it out. They'll figure it out. They'll come to some type of agreement. All it takes is a phone call. You know, now Stephanie stepped down. I don't know if you heard that. Yeah, she took a leave of absence. Um, yeah, so I don't know how Stephanie it, it it and I can't confirm this. Maybe you or, or Bully Ray or whatever can. It seems like Stephanie has been working closer to the women than Vince. Perhaps. Stephanie yeah, okay. and Triple H. You know what I'm saying? Compared to Vince. So by Stephanie leaving, I don't know. It 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 that shield might not be there. Or it could be. I don't know. I don't think Stephanie's fully gone. She's just away for a little bit. So Stephanie may have some input on that, on that decision if it comes to that. Yeah, maybe even Triple H. You know what I'm saying? She's been working uh, full time since college. I think that's really what it was. I don't think she really took a strong vacation or leave of absence. I think this is like the first time. So I mean, which I is she worked this hard since college, and you know how long it's been since then. I mean, yeah. Well, I, I mean, take all the time you need. Damn. Well, I well, I don't think again, Stephanie, Stephanie formed that women's division. I mean, we all know that. Yeah, Vince had to say so, and Triple H had input, but Stephanie, that that women's division is because of Stephanie. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, Stephanie is gonna have input in that decision. I don't think Stephanie wants to get rid of Sasha Banks or Naomi. I highly doubt that. I highly doubt that. You know right. what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I think they'll be okay. It's just, you know, egos and attitudes and emotions and whatever the case, like you said, E, promises were broken. Okay, let's fix it because E, they're still the champions. You know what I'm saying? So, so let's, let's, let's try to work something at this out. Point. Yeah, so let's, let's try to work this something out and let's move on from there. But no, I, I, I think they'll resign and they'll work it out so i say that uh with sasha really don't have anything to lose here because sasha background speaks for herself she's cousins with brandy she's cousins with ray j she's cousins with snoop and she's in the mandalorian so she has a lot of backup plans out there man she got a lot of stuff man she could show up on aew because of you know snoop's involvement with aew i mean hell snoop took a, a elbow drop you know he ain't took it he did it like you know he, he jumped on top vince, rope you know what i'm saying vince doesn't want sasha on aew he don't <laughs> but i mean <laughs> vince doesn't want that bro sasha still has her fans bro let let's not get sasha fucked up if she leaves to go to aew it's a wrap it's a wrap sasha will be the woman on aew i think we know that <laughs> uh, of course she will be. Of course she will be. I mean, at, at the end of the day, um, Naomi don't have Naomi is just as good as Sasha Banks. Let me put this out here. But I, as far as like the backup resources, she don't have as many backup resources as Sasha Banks does. But you know, and then of course, you know, she married into royalty. She makes her own path, and she hasn't been pushed as much as we want her to be pushed. You know what I'm saying? So 
Well, that's there's what, that's that. What, well, that's what I was saying. Like Naomi is good. She was, you know, former champion. Excellent. She can wrestle like we, but she hasn't reached the level of star power as a Sasha. So Sasha's voice is stronger than Naomi. You know, either way, Sasha has a stronger voice because Sasha, she moves the needle. Naomi doesn't quite move the needle anymore like she once could. So, you know, and that and that's no diss to Naomi. I, I, I love Naomi. I love Naomi. But, you know, it, it, it is what it is at this point. It is what it is. Like, it would be different if that was Bianca Belair. It would be different. You know what I'm saying? But it's Naomi. So, again, Naomi, she's, like you said, with royalty. So, of course, you know, she has the, the Usos backing and Roman. Because Roman ain't going to allow it to happen. You know what I'm saying? That's family. Paul Heyman. Like, like so Naomi, she's good. But Naomi ain't the problem. It's Sasha. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, Sasha is that ring leader. So, let's, let's, let's figure out Sasha. And then once you figure out Sasha, then all the other dominoes will fall in place. So it's, it's, it's a conversation, E. It's a conversation, a phone. No, not a phone call. It's a sit down face to face conversation. How can we correct this? So that way we can move forward, you know, because I don't want to lose you to AEW. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Vince might not give a fuck. But then how does Stephanie feel? She may give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's, it's complicated. It's complicated, you know, because Stephanie built that women's division to where it is now. It it, it can't just crumble. That's why I'm kind of pissed off about it. I'm like, okay, well, what are you guys doing with 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 Zelina, Queen of the Ring? I see you brought you know, Lexa Bliss back. Um, you uh, Sonya Deville, she's clipped wrestle again. Okay, Bailey's coming. Oscar has a legit shot at the title. Charlotte Flair's hurt, so you know. Now Ronda's champion, SmackDown, like, okay, so all these moving parts, you know, we we can't let anything go by the wayside. Gotta be careful, E. We have to be careful. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And now, uh, you know, Lacey Evans, she's back in the fold now. Um, what's her face? Uh uh um Rodriguez. What's her name? Rodriguez from NXT. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Very and cool. you know, you know, this chick, Nikita Lyons, she's gonna come soon, bro. And she's coming. She's coming. You know what I'm saying? She'll make waves. So I mean it it, you know, is it's it's a lot of moving parts now. And I don't think Stephanie wants to lose Sasha and Naomi. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, let's let's have the sit down face to face. Let's talk this out. And then let's let's see how we can improve our women's division. Tag team, world title. And I still believe, y'all may disagree, but I still believe we need some more titles. Oh, you know, make our titles. I mean, I, I'll say like this. I'll say that. I mean, it's, 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 it's to give the women something to do. And I don't mean that in a bad way or in a discouraging way. But, you know, e, there's a bunch of good, strong women in WWE. And you can't have them all fighting for the, the world title or the tag title or the 24-7 title. Dana Brooke, looking at you. Not your fault, but looking at you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, these women need... Why not have a woman's IC title or a woman's US title or a woman's, I don't know, whatever title? Give these women more titles to compete for. That that to me, that shows that you're you're at least putting them in 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 contention with a belt of some significance. Or bring back you know WWE saying? evolution, like you did a few years ago. There yeah. Many complaints about why we don't have this show every damn year. Yeah. And it's not 
it, it's not there every year. You had it. You had lightning in a bottle. You had all these these great women's matches and all women's matches, and people were clamoring for it again, and we never got it back. So, I mean, it's not the fact that Vince will let Sasha go. It, Sasha can just say, I don't want to resign. And no, that's no, it. No matter think, what money you send me. I don't think Vince wants to lose it though, bro. I, yeah, I, I don't nobody, I don't think I, I don't think I, he wants to lose anybody for that matter. But I understand what he don't want to happen, but nobody's forcing Sasha to, to re-sign because she can say no, and that's it. And you can't do nothing about that. You could and and Vince has money, yes, but he has a ceiling or a threshold on how much he's gonna offer someone. Like you saw what he did with Bret Hart, he offered him a shit ton of money, but yeah, then he but, had to re, he had to retract that because that's too much money. But so yeah, yeah but he is is yeah, but he but the thing is though, even with Brett, the money yes is a factor. E but yeah. these wrestlers still want to craft and shape their own career. I'm not saying Sasha will resign or not resign. I'm not saying that, but you know. I don't think Sasha wants to leave WWE. You know, if 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 yeah. I think Sasha just wants more creative control over her career, and I think and she Vince wants that respect from Vince and create. Like I, I truly believe that. I, I think these wrestlers want more creative control over where their career goes. Right, and, and that's male that and female. That's male and female. So if if right. if if Sasha isn't happy, Sasha might be like, "Well, look, Vince, I don't want to leave you." I really want to take my career here, there, here, there, here, there, here. You know, I want to work with her, wrestle her, or do this, win that title. Like, I think, like, I don't believe they want to leave Vince because Vince is still top dog in the yard. I love AEW. I love Impact. I love, I love them all. But Vince is still top dog. Still. Still. You know what I'm saying? Like, Sasha don't want to leave, bro. But I think she will if she can't shape her own career. And if Tony Khan is like, well, hey, Sasha, come over here. And, you know, you have all the input you want in your career. I think Sasha will take it. But I don't think, yeah. Vince, wants, but I don't think Vince wants to let her go. Now, Naomi, if, if, if it's between Naomi and Sasha, I think Vince would let go of Naomi. E. I, I don't think, I, I I don't think she would. Uh, considering, <laughs> considering what she could do in the bloodline or whatever the case may be. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't and, know. And, and besides, you know, Roman, the Usos, I, I, I know nah, he, he, I, I, he's not going to let I, her go like that. He, he, yeah, I know. But again, if it's a choice between her and Sasha, I think Vince will lean more towards Sasha, uh, Naomi leaving than Sasha. I think I mean, Vince will rather have Sasha than Naomi. I mean, at the point, but you know, I mean, Vince is a visionary. Like he sees things that some people don't see. So, well, most people don't see, especially in his own company. However, though, you know, there is a chance if if this is a work because you if this is a work, this is genius because you got people by the balls, especially people that want to be in the know so bad. They want to be behind the curtain so bad and like just to know what's going on and they can brag about it. And then you swerve them. And like this is a work this whole time. That is genius work. That screams Paul Heyman shit. That to me, because Heyman sound like this could be Heyman written stuff. If this is a work, but if it's not a work, I I will say 
if if like you saying that Sasha wants that creative control on what how she wants to write out a storyline, how she wants to elevate a division, the perfect place for her to go, even though it's saturated with talent, is AEW when it comes to the women's division because she can elevate that division more than what it's already being elevated to right now. Because if you got Mercedes, because she can go by her name, real name. If you got Mercedes coming through, you know it's it's that that women's division is on a whole another level. I mean, like you can like easily, you can elevate that talent, or you can just drown it out. Sometimes e wrestlers are just too good that their opponents don't even matter anymore. They fade away. You're you know right. But, so but with that so, with that women's so, division, with that women's division, they have. A plethora of talent that don't fall by the wayside. You know, Tony Storm, Mercedes Martinez, Thunder Rosa, Serena D, Britt Baker, you know, Jay Cargo, you know, uh, Red Velvet, Kiera Hogan. You know, like you 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 have these women that you can have epic matches with and just just bring it to the forefront. That's true. And if she wants to elevate a, a women's division, this is a perfect opportunity for you to do it. And you got the the creative juices and talent to do it. You know what I'm saying? So that's true. That's you true. can make I it mean, less chaotic back there. But I mean, I mean Sasha, I mean E, I, I can make a case. Maybe you're right. Maybe Sasha should leave because maybe, maybe there's nothing left more for her to do. Is that fair? Um I I, I will say so. I, I will say so. But a part of me feels like it's a work still. I won't believe it until okay. I see either Naomi or, or Sasha show up on another wrestling program. I, I, I won't believe it. Can't believe it. Can't believe it. But I'm check it. We're going to take... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You good. Oh, yeah. So we're going to take one more break, and we're going to jump into the Zack Snyder fandom and the nostalgia of the week, man. I cannot wait to play this theme song, man, because it might bring back some memories. Maybe for you, Rick. But uh, we'll see. But we'll be back after this break. So you already knew we grew up playing Capcom, right? Hey, play it. That's why you gotta kill the shit, you going crazy. Street Fighter, yeah, we got it. Resi Evil, yeah, we got it. Monster Hunter, yeah, we got it. Dragon's Dogma, yeah, we got it. DMC, DMC. NBC, NBC. Okami, Okami. Dead Rising, Dead Rising. Jumping, jumping, dual blade, long horn, yeah. too cold, 
Iceborne, Street Fighter, yeah we got it. Resi Evil, yeah we got it. Monster Hunter, yeah we got it. Dragon's Dogma, yeah we got it. DMC, DMC, NBC, NBC, Okami, Okami, Dead Rising, Dead Rising, Street Fighter, yeah we got it. Resi Evil, yeah we got it. Monster Hunter, yeah we got it. Dragon's Dogma, yeah we got it. DMC, DMC, NBC, NBC, Okami, Okami, Dead Rising, Dead Rising, Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Got the games you can't find no more. If I catch you with this phoenix, right? I bet your face gon' find the floor. This the final four, no time for it. Them devil kings, I can't lie. This cannon like Mega Man. If I pull it out, the devil may cry. I stay fly, don't hate I. I spit heat, that's a breath of fire. I'm a black tiger on the block block. When it turn night, we dark watch you dark for it. I'm commando. Competition all disappears. So listen here, if you a buster bro, I make them all cry crimson tears. Got a pretty girl at the clock tower. My chaos legion got lots of power. You can bring your demon crest, my cannon spike gon' show devour. They call me player, but right now, my code name is Viper. And Baker is Bonkers, the Capcom Street Fighters. Bionic Commandos, them ducktails can't stand those. I go get that power stone like I was Thanos. Ain't word about your dust force, my cyberbots gon' gladly win. And then it's back to my homeboy, in the dungeon with dragons. We got it. Street Fighter, yeah we got it. Resi Evil, yeah we got it. Monster Hunter, yeah we got it. Dragon's Dogma, yeah we got it. DMC, DMC, NBC, NBC. Okami, Okami. Dead Rising, Dead Rising. Street Fighter, yeah we got it. Resi Evil, yeah we got it. Monster Hunter, yeah we got it. Dragon's Dogma, yeah we got it. DMC, DMC, NBC, NBC. Okami, Okami. Dead Rising, Dead Rising. And we are back. This is the Orange Phoenix Morning Show. Thanos Rick, Earth Mac, the mad scientist for our final segment of the show, man. We're going to talk about some uh, good old-fashioned Zack Snyder fandom. Thanos Rick, man, I heard you took a deep breath, man, with the, uh, the, Zack, <laughs> the Zack Snyder fandom. But, hey, man, it is being said that Zack Snyder fans continue Snyderverse campaign after disappointing Warner Brothers presentation. Warner Brothers recently teased many of its upcoming projects at WB, Discovery Upfront event. However, with the lack of projects related to Zack Snyder, fans of the former film franchise found the fuel to continue to restore the Snyderverse campaign. All over social media, fans criticized Warner Brothers' presentation and called for the continuation of Zack Snyder's Justice League film series or attention to director David Ayer's cut of Suicide Squad, while some declared they would persist in effort to bring attention to both. Others claimed they were finished with Warner Brothers Project entirely. So, you know, obviously in 2021, almost five years after the theatrical release, you got the Zack Snyder's Justice League, which was awesome, by the way. Um, after years of silence of the subject, Warner Brothers announced that it would provide Snyder with a budget to finish the work on his cut, which predominantly required visual effects work to be completed. And I have no qualms about that. Now, the movement was seemingly replaced almost immediately after the release of Snyder Cut by Restore the Snyderverse. Now, the franchise saw a soft reboot with the release of Aquaman, which was followed by a string of notably more lighthearted films such as Shazam and Wonder Woman 1984, which was straight other gutter trash. And uh, in addition, fans are calling for the release of Ayer's Cut of Suicide Squad, which has seemingly become an example of the negative impact of studio interference. So, I will say Thanos Rick the Snyderverse 
and Snyder fans are back at it again. Or they never left, actually. What's your thoughts on that, Thanos, Rick? Let it go. Let it go? Let it go and move on. All the Snyderverse fans, Snyder, Snyder, whatever, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Obviously, obviously, these guys are going are moving in a new direction. So I do not believe this these Snyder films or Snyder cuts or whatever. I don't think that's a priority right now for for Discovery slash Warner Brothers. Well, let it go. Well, I'll say this uh, with the the Zack Snyder cut. It was it was amazing. It was theatrical goodness for me. It, to me, that's probably like the best recent DC film to date, other than Man of Steel. And it was just well done. And I think because of the greatness of the Justice League, people wanted more. And I, I think people already X'd out the David Ayer's un, you know, cut version. And they're like, nah, we're not gonna do that. We gave gave you Zack Snyder, be satisfied with that. But again. Warner Brothers is going to a diff- going into a different direction. You see, they cancel some DC movies are all together and going into a different direction. So maybe this new crop of people is willing to listen to the fans and give the fans what they want. Because it's not that hard to follow DC storylines. Like it ain't that hard. It's just not. And I feel like they purposely go out their way to just fuck with fans and it's, and it's crazy uh, I mean you're right they are canceling shows and movies and you know I know we, we make fun last time we spoke about you know the Wonder Twins but that was cut because of budget issues so the Wonder Twins wasn't in the budget according to you know a report so I think at this point, since Warner Brothers was just bought by Discovery, I think Discovery, the those executives are like, well, look, we can't just keep putting out a bunch of a whole bunch of shit and wasting money. So we have to take a, a, a long look at these projects, how much money we're spending, who we're hiring, production, whatever, whatever. And we need to have some type of our own version of Kevin Feige because they're still looking for their own version of Kevin Feige, someone who can reel this in and, and get, you know, get control of this thing. And they haven't done that yet successfully. So, you know, as far as Snyder's concerned, I don't, I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm not saying it won't happen, but I just don't know if that's in the plans. And, Who's to say that Snyder wants to come back and do more shit with WB? He might not want to come back, people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, so got you know, it, for Netflix right now. Exactly. So my thing is this: just just find somebody else, someone prolific, someone who you know, just just somebody good, and just take it from there and just move on. Just move on. But all this, you know, boycott. We're gonna protest and release the Snyderverse and this, that, and third. And, you know, WB just might do that. And you guys will stream it and buy it and do all this shit. 
but then what? Then what? Yeah. 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 In, in, in terms of, in terms of the future, then what? You know, so I'm like, just let's let it go, man. Let's let's let it go. Let's focus on what we have now and how we can improve. And the fans, hey, hey, I mean, it's I, I know it sucks. I, I may sound harsh. I get it. But, you know, not everyone likes likes the Snyderverse. Not yeah, everyone I mean, not everyone is into it. Like is as a collective, I don't think you guys are strong enough to make that type of change. Shit, they were strong enough to give you the, the Snyderverse from uh it's not a cut of Justice League. Yeah, but to keep for that. Yeah, but to keep it going, to bring back Zack Snyder, like it will have to be a a a response large enough to to as big as the fucking spirit bomb from Goku. Some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 I don't think it's that powerful. And again, what's in the budget? What's not in the budget? Because E, we do not know what the Discovery is thinking. Yeah. We have no idea. They may not even give a fuck about Zack Snyder. They might not. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to say, but I'm like, just let it go. Let it go. It's over. Well, they gave know, us man. that maybe, that, maybe time that three hour shit. That was that shit was four hours, five hours long. They gave us that, and that was it. Clack, clack, classic film. Classic film. I mean, it was, it was good cinematography, man. I, I really did enjoy that film. I mean, it, yeah, it was big hours. whoop. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying, man. It, it, it was it was good. It was good. It was it was probably the best DC live action film to date, up until I, up until this point. I hear you. Up until the Batman, the Batman was actually pretty damn good. But I hear you. I hear you. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I'm I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. It's less, yeah, less but I mean that that group of people is is pretty large, man. Pretty large for I say if it's large enough to have Warner Brothers bring back Zack Snyder to do reshoots. And do the show, do the vision that he really wanted it, and it was four hours, and you advertise it on HBO Max. That's a pretty large group of people to interview to to influence a billion dollar company to do a movie that's been done years prior. Well, like, that's well, a lot of people. Well, E, I want to see it again. Do it again, people. I, hey, I'm with it. Hey, make, do it again. Do it again. Make me make me a believer. How about that? Yeah. I, close that thing out with, uh, you know, Justice League two because you know I left that cliffhanger at the end of Zack Snyder's Justice League, and if you get, I'll be satisfied if they do the sequel to Justice League. There's two films that I want, two films, the sequel to the Justice League, and I want a Batman film. How with Ben Affleck that Zack Snyder, I think Zack Snyder was going to do that one, where he was going to fight Deathstroke. And that was the original vision, if I'm not mistaken. That um, are you familiar with the raid, like the movie, the raid? Jackie Chan. No, um, I forgot the I forgot the uh, actor's name, but it's basically you had to fight your way on each floor. Yeah, if I, yeah. What's going on, Chris Wilson? What's happening? Greetings, greetings, greetings. So it's uh, what's up? He, he literally fought his way in, on each floor, and basically, I think the original premise for Batman was to have Batman in Arkham and fight the Rose Gallery up to that point, and then finally meeting Deathstroke at the end. 
That would have been dope as shit, man. That would have been martial arts action all day. But it didn't happen. So, which I think Batman is like a far stretch because we, I mean, we got so many Batman movies, you know, it's ridiculous. But but a second Justice League movie, I would love to see that. But the time is here. Thanos Rick for the Nostalgia Show of the Week. And with the Nostalgia Show of the Week, I'm going to play this opening theme song. And I want you guys to type in the chat on what you think this show is. Now, this show came out in 1994. It only ran for 13 episodes. And it's original network with CBS. Let's see if you guys get it. So here we go. These are the tales of the skeleton warriors. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, Thanos, Rick. Now, I'm going to ask you, Rick, have you seen this show before? No. Never. Have you ever heard of this show before? Uh, it sounds familiar. Sounds, sounds familiar. familiar. For the listeners out there, yes, it is Skeleton Warriors. Now, I'm going to ask you, ask the listener, now, have you guys seen... Okay, you never heard of Skeleton Warriors. All right, so I'm going to give you a little bit of a summary skeleton warriors because with the nostalgia show of the week we look for some gems sometimes hidden gems that you may have missed so the story takes place on a fictional distant planet of luminaire and the conflict of the plot revolves around the need to control the light star crystal which powers the great city of Lumi- luminous city baron dark the show's main villain tried to steal the crystal in order to gain control over its incredible power he only succeeded in obtaining half of the crystal with the other half being obtained by Prince Lightstar, which is the main protagonist in the show. Now, having the crystal that the Baron Dark um, managed to obtain turns him into a living skeleton along with his army of skeletons. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, this came out on CBS like uh, 1994 and only ran for 13 episodes. And when I tell you they merchandise the fuck out of this show, they merchandise the fuck out of this show. And kids didn't want the heroes. They wanted the villains because skeletons was cool. So people was buying the actual skeleton warriors and not the heroes of the show. They was getting Baron Dark and they was getting, you know, other characters as well that was from the skeleton warrior crew, but it wasn't getting Prince Lightstar. I remember specifically Thanos Rick. I had a, you remember those ultra Fleer cards? You had like Marvel and all that stuff on it? Yeah, yeah. So I had a Prince Lightstar card, and I'll never forget. I don't know where I got that card from, but the animation of this is very good, actually. It's some very impressive animation to the show. Now, you can watch Skeleton Warriors on YouTube, all 13 episodes. 
and you can definitely check that show out. Um, I mean, it's only 13 episodes. You're not going to miss <laughs> You're not going to miss it or anything like that. You know what I mean? It's, it's only 13 episodes. And it got it got canceled. And mainly because of, you know, the Saturday morning cartoon deal was kind of uh, out, you know, on its way out. You know, you got Ursat the Guardian, Baron Dark, uh, Dr. Clyburn, Shriek, uh, Aracula, Dagger, uh, Claw. They, these are some of the uh, characters on Skeleton Warriors. And they actually had a Marvel comic book as well. I think it lasted for maybe four issues, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah, so Marvel actually picked it up as an actual comic book. Okay. See, PC's talking about he accounts at the first 10 seconds. See, but you never heard of Skeleton Warriors, though, BC. It's like, you don't know the greatness Skeleton Warriors had. Like, if you look at the animation, you're like, damn, that was pretty impressive for 1994. Pretty impressive. Initially, they wanted to do all CG, like the whole show CG, but it was like, it was, it was going to take too long to actually put the show together in all CG. So at least what they did was that narration at the beginning of the opening sequence was a CG skeleton. And then from that standpoint, you went to the hand-drawn animation. See, I'm going to go ahead and take your word. Now, Skeleton Warriors were legit. It was on the same vein as Bacomites from Mars, Cowboys, <laughs> um, Street Sharks. You 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 watched some pretty pretty interesting cartoons, man, even back then. You never heard of Bacomites from Mars? I wasn't into stuff like that, E. Oh, Jesus Christ. You never heard of Bacomites from Mars? Not, not those type of cartoons, no. No. Street Sharks? Battletoads? I would st- Captain street in street the game master. Street, street Sharks, I'll give you. Battletoads, no. Jeez. Earthworm Jim? No. Car- Carmen San Diego. Yes. Oh, All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, I was picky. Man. I was a picky kid back then. He, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, Centurions? Yeah. Sure. Sure. How, how dare you? How dare you, man? How dare you? I, uh, I was picky. Dark water? Yes. Yes. Bucky O'Hare? No. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. We're we going to keep doing this nostalgia of the week, man. Next week, I'm going to see. Gargoyles, my- yes. Chippendale, yes. Yeah, who did like Gargoyles, though, man? That that had an all-star cast of voice actors and real-life actors. That that budget was big. DuckTales, yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Aladdin, yes. That was a dope cartoon, by the way. I don't know if y'all remember Aladdin. Yo, but... is that series on Disney Plus? No, it's not. I don't I don't know why. I don't know what's going on with it. But it's it's on Disney Plus for whatever reason. Interesting. I find that very interesting. But Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, and Chippendale Rescue Rangers are on it. And Gummy Bears. Yes. Well, no gummy Aladdin. bears. Gummy bears, eh. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> and BC's is upset. He said, "Y'all seen this new Chippendale bullshit ass movie?" <laughs> yeah, yeah I, 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 I looked at it. Wait, wait, you seen it? You seen the movie? No, I, I saw clips and screenshots and whatever. But no. I'm gonna watch it, man. I, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it with a um, with an open mind because I think most of us we fall victim to nostalgia so much that. 
we automatically shit on anything in reference to uh the original prime example bel air i shit it on bear before it even came out i literally shit it on this show i'm like this is not fresh prince this is not what i remembered and then when i watched the first episode i was hooked well e we're 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 biased yeah i don't know about you b seats whomever i can admit to my bias i can now i'm not saying that the new reboots or the new stuff is on the same playing field or better or or but I have a bias. I can admit that. Yeah. I will I will never choose these new Ninja Turtles over the old movies that I grew up with. I will never choose Mr. Twilight over Michael Keaton as Batman. I will never do this. I have a bias. I can admit to that. Now, do I think the shit's better? Of course I do. Again, that's where the bias comes in. <laughs> you know what yes, I'm saying? That's where the bias it comes in. What right. It is. And you know, people now, Hollywood, whomever, they're trying to recreate the magic from the 80s and the 90s, but they just can't fucking do it because that was the 80s and the 90s. It was a different time. The culture was different. People were different. It was different. It ain't, it ain't what it is now in 2022. It's different, bro. And I think people really need to realize this when trying to reboot and remake all this shit. And I'm like, I get it. You have good intentions, but I think you guys are running out of ideas. It should bring back the last Starfighter, man. <sighs> they got the technology to do this. Sure. They literally, e, but, they literally have the technology. Sure, to do this. sure, E, but does that mean they should bring back Back to the Future 2 as well? No. Exactly. So what do you mean? <laughs> no, Just because don't need we to, have it, it don't it, mean we should bring it back. So because, look, you know I, I'll say you don't need to bring that back because that story is complete. Like that's, that story is done. Like it's nothing you can do as a sequel to Back to the Future. That don't make any sense. Now, There's now, no talk e, of now, it. Now, E, now, E, I'll say this. I'll say this because right. I want to, because I, I, I want to be, as you say, have an open mind, right? Right. If you're going to bring back Back to the Future, I don't know how you're going to do it. I don't know how you're going to write it. I don't know who you're going to have involved in a supporting cast, but... I say don't it, do it at all. If you're, going, if, if you're going to bring back Back to the Future, you have to have Tom Holland as the star. Ooh. Yeah, yo. Tom, okay, all right. Tom I'm, Holland, all right. I'm with you. I'm with Tom you. Holland will be the perfect Michael, Michael J. Fox equivalent, or he can be the son. I'm telling you, if you're going to do Back to the Future, you need Tom Holland. He was born for that role. Okay, he was you know born what? for I, that role. You know what? I, I, I actually, that's a hot ass idea, man. But who would be Doc? See, I don't care. I don't. But you who have to have Doc? Tom Holland as your star. You have to either as, if it's a reboot, Tom Holland is Michael J. Fox. If it's not a reboot, then Tom Holland is his son. He is Marty McFly Jr. or whatever, the third. Oh, but you have to have Tom Holland. He's the star. Yeah, he's the star. I, I get that. It, that is a, a hot idea. I feel like some some movies that needs a reboot can do it. Like it's some movies that didn't do itself justice. Like Last Starfighter, right? Last Starfighter is a cult classic, but it but it bombed at the box office. Like we know the last starfighter hell i got a last starfighter shirt but you know but if it's rebooted into something 
to this current generation, it maybe it could do it justice and make the money that it deserves to make. Maybe that's what it is. I feel it's a couple of things that need to be rebooted. One of my dreams is to buy the licensing for Pirates of Dark Water and have someone write the script out and the animations for Pirates of Dark Water so it can be finished because that story never actually finished. You know what I'm saying? But it, 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 it's one of those things, man. Back to the Future, yeah, you're right. I, I, if you're not you- going to do that, <laughs> don't touch it. Listen, Last Starfighter, you can do that, E, because The Last Starfighter wasn't as big of a movie. That movie is more of a cult classic, Indeed. I think. So you might can get away with you might can get away with The Last Starfighter. That I can see happening. I mean, not every movie in the 80s was a hit. So nope. if you take the the movies that were lesser known hits, more of your cult classics, then I think those are your safer bets compared to a hit like a Back to the Future or a, I don't know, a Breakfast Club or a fucking, uh, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, is 16 it, Candles. It, 16, like, be, be careful with the hits compared to the cult classics. There's a difference. There's a difference. So. I'm with that. I'm with that. I'm with that. So, guys, that's our show for today, man, you know. Uh, me and Thanos Rig gonna run some errands around town, and uh, you know, SmackDown is tonight, AEW Rampage is tonight, so you might want to go ahead and check that thing out. So, uh, Thanos Rig, you got anything else for the listeners out there? Thanos Rig, like he don't like he done signed off, it feels like he done signed off already, but uh. B seats. Oh, you are welcome for the morning. You are welcome for the morning. Funny. Have a great weekend. You have a great weekend. Y'all, y'all wrestling fans, anime fans, comic book reading fans, manga fans, uh, just all the pop culture. You guys have a awesome, awesome weekend. We'll see you guys next week. Till next time. Peace.